0: Hello and welcome to Heart Yoga Radio. We're having our walk through the hills today. It's a bit windy, but hopefully the recording will be alright. This is the next episode in our Lao Tzu series. We we tried this one a couple of days ago, but got rained off. So we've had a a good talk about this one already. And we already decided that this one is definitely in our top ten favourite chapters. We really, (laughs) really like this one. And again, it's very relevant to modern times and what we're all living through at the moment and and also what we all hope would happen (laughs) all right then so let's have a read through and see what we think
1: yeah it's chapter 54 what is built on rock cannot be pulled down what is held lightly can never be lost meditate on virtue within yourself and you will find the benefit of virtue Use it as the ground for the family and your virtue will last for generations. Take it as your guidance for the village and the place will blossom for years to come. Use it to guide the nation and that nation will create abundance. Be guided by it for the whole and it will flood its way over the world. So, look at someone else as you would yourself. And treat other families as you would your own. Seek your community in other communities. Think of all countries as part of your being. And treasure the world as the round centre of everything. How can I see the world like this? Because I have eyes.
0: So I'm sure you can see why this is uh, one of our favourites under the line. So look at someone else as you would look at yourself and treat other families as you would your own, is... is That's a world I want to live in, for sure. <laughs> yeah. People actually have empathy and compassion for each other, yeah. and including all the people who run the world. Yeah. I mean, how great would that be?
1: It would be absolutely fantastic. <laughs> I was elected uh, allowing himself some utopian speculation here. And it's quite upbeat for him, because as we know, he's sort of quite laconic. And... <laughs> and but it's a it's a debate that's very uh, alive and well, very current, grumbling on between ethno nationalists and, and cosmopolitans, and it's very uh, central to the whole struggle in a, in our present day to move into a, a future which gives people a good life a, across across the planet, as opposed to people who believe business as usual is an option, and that climate change is a hoax and all the rest of it, you know, and, and that the, the economic system is perfectly fine. And it boils down to to, to this kind of theme, and uh, there it was, two and a half thousand years ago. Same, same point was being made even then.
0: So shall we go, let's start from the beginning and just go through it line by line?
1: Yeah, that's a good way of approaching it. So the first bit, uh, what is built on rock cannot be pulled down. What is held likely can never be lost. Meditate on virtue within yourself and you will find the benefit of virtue. So the first two stanzas indicate what the meditation is. And the third stanza tells you to, to crack on with it. Because there is a benefit attaching to it. So, again, he's talking about meditation and then its effect on the world, the way it translates into a kind of politics. Again, this is Lao Tzu's thing, isn't it? He wants to ground politics in, can we call it self, self-knowledge, self-understanding. So, I'm saying here that the meditation is to, at least in its preparatory Uh, Phase, you know, it's to to build on rock. It's to build on rock rather than on sand or on bog or marsh. Build on rock. And that basically is saying have just very solid foundations within, within your person. Find the solid foundations. To my mind, that, uh, at least in part, means not relying on just pure speculation or wish-fulfillment fantasy in in yourself, in your way of being. Not relying on what you wish, but relying on what is. Because what is is the rock. It's hard. The rock is the hard rock. Give you a a good foundation. But then, in contrast to that, what is held lightly can never be lost. So even, even though... We're talking about firm foundations, which you might think is a, a council of, of, of rigidity, of, of grasping on. You say, no, a light touch, light grasp. Don't hold on to stuff too fiercely.
0: Because if you do, and you're grasping on too tightly, you crush the very thing that you want to preserve.
1: You do, know, yeah, and you wear yourself out as well. Yeah. But the light touch, you can't lose it. You can have your solid foundation, but then a light touch. And that's the... Uh, you, you might say the 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 sort of groundwork of then meditating on virtue now, you have to be very careful with the word virtue e like does so doesn't mean the as Nietzsche put it the chastity of an old maid <laughs> you know or you know by contrast the original meaning of the word it's Latin word virtue the the the, the bravery and fighting spirit of a warrior, or of a soldier. It's a word that's over time been subjected to so much semantic drift that it's it's actually not that useful here. Actually, virtue is the way that the, the word ta, in Taita ching is translated, or dirt is properly pronounced. You know. And it just generally gets, as a matter of conventional, much translated as virtue, but it's got its own special meaning. And Tai is the actual, the way in which the the unspeakable Tao manifests itself in in the world of processes. It's the movement and dance of the world. That includes our consciousness, our internality, our moods, our desires, our fulfilments, our inner states, our ecstasies. They're included in it too, but it's also the wind and the weather and the sea and the mist in the mountains and the plants growing and the animals doing their animal thing and the beetles doing their beetly thing and all the rest of it. It's the processes of the world. And you meditate on virtue within yourself. You meditate on proce- your own process. And that is, a, that is really is a matter, and I keep saying this, is a matter of just being open and receptive to what's going on. It's not to it is exactly, because that, that is sort of connotations of, of, of stasis, you know, everything being a bit static. Or it's more about, as I say, what's going on, because there's always something going on. Everything is in movement. Lao Tzu is a movement philosopher and a movement meditator. So meditating on virtue is being with the processes of yourself. And if you meditate with your eyes open, which you can do, sitting on a rock up a misty mountain, Meditate on the swirling of the mist and the sound of the river. It's all about process. So meditate on virtue within yourself and you will find the benefit of virtue. Well, the benefit of virtue is to, un- is to understand that this is how the world is, including our own inner world as an aspect of the world. That it's movement, that it's virtue, that it's movement that flows out of the Dao, which is contained by the dough, embraced by the Dao, but which is also suffused by the dough. The dev is also in its veins and capillaries. So that's what he means by the meditation on, on the virtue within yourself.
0: I wanted to pause there and let you enjoy the uh, the birdsong and the, the stream. Yes. very, uh, very, very good. Nice for us to see some yeah. uh, water in the stream because it's been, been a very, bit dry, not it? Very dry to the point yeah. of uh, being a bit dangerous for the, uh, the hill yeah. fires like we had last year. But we've just had quite a lot of rain, so it's all good for now.
1: It's very green. Anyway, <laughs> so that's, that, that's the first three lines. And it's a little instruction on meditation, but it, it, you know it's a practical thing for, for, for lot, So you will find the benefit of, of virtue. You will find the benefit of meditation on, on day. You know, as, the, as the, the first movement of the day in, you know, in, in, into the sphere of what's obvious to us as human consciousness. And they say again, practical, pragmatic. Just put it to use. You know, it's something to be put to use politically and practically and in terms of the organisation, of society and of hum, human, human collectivity. So his first use, he's put it to use as the, the ground for the family and your virtue will last for generations. I mean, he's noticing that families have cultures. You know, a, uh, certain, certain habits, certain modes of being, certain traditions can be carried down through families. And probably in this this time when Lao Tzu was writing, that was a common thing, you know. If a father was a a, a, a doctor, the son maybe the daughter would become a doctor, and then the grandson, you know, you know we have got family traditions. That, so you could have a tradition which carried carried down the understanding of the Dao through generations. I mean, we see similar similar patterns, you know, that that of abuse can get carried down through generations and so forth. You know, you get family culture. We're saying, if that work of of, of building a family, because you're in a family and maybe you're the head of a family, that work of building the family, preserving and enhancing the family, that if it's, if it's grounded in this understanding of the process, the big process of everything, that uh, you will create a profound and beautiful family tradition. But again, it takes it up a layer, you know, an organisational layer into the village. Again, if, you, if, you, if you're the, the head of a village or even just an influential person in a village, just a person who is, who is listened to, maybe a teacher or whatever, you bring this, 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 this meditational insight to the work of organising the village. So it's all organised around processes and about the, the, the knack of going with processes. And, and using the flower for the benefit of the village, this will be immensely fruitful. And this is true, <laughs> it's just true. Um, go up a notch, up, up to another layer of, another layer of organisation, to a slightly more complex organisation, now we've got the nation. Again, it's practical, it's a matter of putting it to use, use it to guide the nation. And the nation will create abundance. And we always wish that our politicians and leaders were wise and that that, that they are generally as far from it as you you can be. For various various reasons, we're not blessed with uh, uh, leaders or rulers or people with authority and power and political power who have any inkling of this stuff.
0: It's almost like round up the uh, few hundred most horrible people in the country and vote for them. (laughs) Oh, the most stupid people in the country as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'd agree with that. (laughs) It sounds harsh, but, you know, there you go. And then he goes up uh, another notch uh, to another level of organisation, to to, to the level of the global community, the world, and he says, be guided by it for the whole, and it will flood its way over the world. So even in those those days, is imag- he imagining organisation, communal, collective organisation on a global scale that's informed by intimate knowledge of the flow of things? I mean, what a what a visionary! And as I say he's normally sort of quite laconic, you know, a bit grumpy perhaps, but he's an expansive day, you know. And of course, all this translates into an allegiance to cosmopolitanism and to empathy and to seeing your connection with others. You know, and to and to wanting to share. I mean, you have a bloody communist, you know, or an anarcho communist, or something. But definitely not an ethno-nationalist. You know, it, 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 this is a a, a, a plea to the antithesis of that of that sort of the small-mindedness of xenophobia. And small small nationalism. It's a play for that. And uh, you know, this is the bit that you like. You know, so look at someone else as you would, uh, as you would yourself. You know, and just have that have that, have that fellow feeling for others, that understanding for others, because you're a person too, and they're a person too. It's pretty simple. Treat other families as you would your own. See your community in other communities. Think of all countries as part of your being and, the treasure, and treasure the world as the round centre of everything. I mean, I think without this attitude becoming prevalent, or at least... You, you,
0: a good proportion of people. Yeah,
1: a bit more common than, yeah. than it is. that There really is no hope in our current situation because we've been going the other way for so long by now. Yeah. And there's seven billion of us. And uh, if six billion of us are completely fucking crazy. There's no, there's no hope. <gasps> and then yeah. uh, this, this is absolute sanity. And it sounds like a utopian excess. You know that of course this could never, ever, ever be possible.
0: But it's, this uh, isn't. Po- this is possible within what? me because yeah. that's those that list there of like it's how you, how, you feel. how how you uh, see the world is is how I actually see the world. And, and,
1: so. Indeed, yeah. But, you know, that is, that, that is the, the common counter-argument to anybody who, who, who says that the world could be far, far better, you know. And for the many, not the few. I mean, the amount, the amount of boil that's invited by people making this kind of stance is kind of utterly astonishing. And it's often accompanied by accusations of delusion or unreality. But the truth of the matter is, it's, it's regenerate along these lines, or die. By die, I mean become extinct. And though too insist that all, all, all this is possible. And he pre preempts the the critics of the type I've just outlined by saying, How can I see the world like this? Can you imagine somebody, you know, saying to you know, grow up, how can you see the world like that? that's not the world isn't like that, you know, we're all every man for himself, you know, the individual matters. Selfishness is very important. You know. Uh, when I get rich maybe I'll give some charity, but prior to that I'm for me, and then maybe for my family, you know. There is no such thing as society, there are only individuals, and maybe begrudgingly, and their families. This is the opposite of that. So he's, he's, he's replying to people uh, who are going to throw that at him. How can I see the world like this? He says, because I have eyes. In other words, the meditation on virtue gives you eyes. It gives you the capacity for vision. It gives you the capacity to see the possibilities of human life. It gives you the capacity to see the way stuff actually does work in terms of the processes. Even that's a breakthrough. You will see the world differently once once you're alert to the process nature of everything.
0: And the reason why it makes you see the world differently is not because it puts like a whole load of new stuff in there, but because it gets rid of all the crap, (laughs) which is tinting your vision with xenophobia, racism, uh, selfishness and then fear of that Except, is yeah. being used and manipulated by the right-wing press, etc., etc. Yeah. See, well, once that's gone, then well, you can see clearly.
1: Well, as he says, it's a daily decrease. <laughs> you know, yeah. perhaps the, only, the, the positive thing that you're doing is giving yourself the, the strong foundation and the light touch and, and thereafter, you, you open, sensitively open, to what's going on. And that gives you some knowledge about the nature of the way things do go on, the way the world moves. And that in turn makes you realise that the human beings are capable of realising these good things on Earth.
0: Okay, so I think that's a, that's a wrap on that one definitely really like that one so I hope you enjoyed that and it interesting and it's time for... thank you for coming on this nice walk with us today being <laughs> light, lightly uh, blood burned by the sunshine today <laughs> I hope you're all well and I'll speak to you soon
1: right knowledge great again